It's Monday, May 25th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. On today's episode, we discuss a spontaneous kiss on live TV, Trump describing healthcare workers running into death as, quote, a beautiful thing, the daily dose with Jen Grant, and more. We kick it off now with an in-studio performance by Greg Paul Stone from Stone Age Man. Here's Honey Took the Money, as performed live right here in Lemon Press Studios. Through the baby with the bathwater and said goodbye to that town. I went a looking for the funky people, they're the ones who wanna get down. And I nursed sad wreck across the state line. I'm gonna find a little honey, gonna have a good time. I have a good time. Well, I got my chicken in a KFC. Well, a wholesale black of bear proud of me. And I catch a little speed, the madness begins. And then a harness starts to stick up and a jump right in. Honey had some other plans I found out Cause Honey took the money ratted me out oh. Honey took the money Honey took the money Honey took the money Ratted me down without a fight It took a six of them to get me in the squad car that night And if I wasn't on parole I probably would lie And if I wasn't on the come down well I probably would have tried them Catch another long stretch, there's no doubt Cause honey took the money, ratted me out oh. Honey took the money Honey took the money Honey took the money Ratted me out When I catch another long stretch There's no doubt Cause honey took the money Ratted me out Oh 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 Now 
Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I yeah. doing? Julian <laughs> Dion Comedy Hour? You're podcast. listening to the... Fuck some <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's a, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Who slept with the girl once, and uh, she kept <laughs> she kept saying, "Come for me, buddy." Ew. Come for me, buddy. She called people buddy. That was her thing. <laughs> Needless to say, it took him right out of the more uh, the moment. Good morning, by the way. It's uh, <laughs> a harsh note to start on a Monday morning. It's Monday, May twenty fifth. We're broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Oh my God. Come for me, buddy. Ew. Hey, buddy. That's so gross. Oh, so sweet. Ha-ha. Waste of time. Greens plus in my, in my shake this morning. And coffee. Jen Grant is with us. That's right. And we are Monday. We are live. If you're with us, thank you. 
And good, good morning. Please feel free to share. And uh, good morning. Good morning to our fans in Germany. Glo this show is global. Yes, sweeping the globe. Sigida, the whole world. Sigida. <laughs> That's my drum fill. Sigida. Uh, the pre-show uh, starting with the ums early. Already. No, no more ums and ahs. Just clean broadcasting from now on. It's just a waste of ums. Did I say good morning, Jen, to you? You sure did. Oh, oh my God. You are fired up on caffeine right now. I know. Had two espressos. And uh, three. got this... Three? What do you mean three? It was a double shot, the first one I gave you. <laughs> and I've got Greens Plus in the smoothie. Sweet. How was your weekend, everybody? Hope you had a good one. If you're listening on the replay, thank you. If you're listening on audio, audio only, which is... It sounds great, by the way. If you are watching on Facebook, I encourage you to... Uh, no, I don't encourage you to do anything. Do whatever you will. It just sounds really good on Apple Podcasts, Google Pod... Wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, maybe? Yeah, we're on there. Tuned in radio, yeah. Spotify or... Uh, oh, my God. Uh, tuned in. What was the other one I'm trying to think of? Anyway, I can't remember. <sighs> that wasn't an um, that was a... Uh, exacerbation, yes. Anyway, hey buddy. <laughs> We're here, it's Monday. So I'm just going to say that for an hour. We're here, it's Monday, hey, hey, hey. The pre-show song was by Stone Age Man. Stone Age Man. I can never say, I, I, for some reason, for years, I've been struggling with saying Stone Age Man. Because I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Stone Age. Stone Age Man. Yeah, there it is. Stone Age Man. Not Stone Age Man. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know what I mean? <laughs> what if you didn't? You're like, no, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> the Yeah, Stone Age Man. Does that sound right? Stone Age Man. I okay. think it's because Stone Age Man. I, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's because it's uh, the brainchild of rock, local rock god, originally from, from down on la, Greg Paul Stone. So I, I put emphasis on his name. So I, no, I don't know what I do. Stone Age Man. See, that doesn't sound right. Stone Age Man? Stone Age. The Stone Age. Stone Age Man. We've lost, like, <laughs> we're at minus 10 listeners right now. Anyway, that was uh, Honey Take the Money by Stone Age Man. It sounds so weird. I don't okay. know why I can't get it. Greg Paul Stone. Killing it. Go find their stuff online. And there was an interview I did with him as part of Wakefield Sessions about seven seven years ago. <laughs> This inner, this caffeine and greens plus is really backfiring. Backfiring? What do you mean? Would you You're rather me be crazy right now? Don't ever call me crazy. That's what mm -hmm. we fought about this morning. We had a little fight. Go ahead. No, I don't know. That was it. Okay. Anyway, hope you had a good weekend. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Gringos Blazing Sauces. As always, go to gringosblazingsauces.com. I'll do a proper live read later. What do we have to talk about today? 
I wanted to mention some stuff off the top. Big storm. I'm drawing a blank. Big, Big storm. storm. Planted or uh, took some soil to the garden. I had these notes. Let me go over my notes. What was I going to start with? Oh my God, I'm drawing a well, blank. Well, there's a few people saying good mornings hey. and a couple comments, so let's start there. Start with the comments. So, uh, I got really nervous because I drew a blank and I'm like, what if? <laughs> what if this is it? <laughs> Um, PM says good morning. Good what up, morning. P, P to the M? Top fan. He's a top fan. Mm-hmm. Doug Knight. Oops, I'm not supposed to say last name. It doesn't matter. We've talked about Doug. Doug, Doug doesn't mind if we say his last name. Doug is he the, owns uh, the uh, Gringos. Yeah, Gringo. It's not called the Gringos. It's just called Gringos. Gringosblazingsauces.com. And Ali is also watching. Good morning, he what says. What up? Um, Charles Antoine said IPA, and I said IPA, and he said Brewski IPA. Just, just wake up, a little bit hungover, almost over. Miles Microfo, I don't know what that means. Uh, he's he's a big IPA fan, Shen, and this is uh, I th- this is like day six for me now of sober, clean living. Right. Yeah. Who cares. IPA. I'm not a fan of the IPAs. I find them too... Uh, I used to not be. Yeah, hoppy. I used to not be, but I like it. When I lived in Toronto, when we lived in Toronto, and I worked at that restaurant, mm-hmm. we would... I never liked IPAs, and across the street from the restaurant was this microbrewery, and we would... Uh, during service, a couple of degenerate servers and myself, and I include myself in that, full sections, one of the busiest restaurants in the city... They had this microbrewery slash micropub kind of thing across the street, and they would serve this thing called the cock punch, and it w- it came in a 250 milliliter like just a cup basically a little it looked like a little wine glass almost, but they would put this dark whiskey IPA, it's 13 percent, it's really strong and IPA y, but it was 13 percent, so you would pound one and you would be uh, you'd feel it right, so we would go. 30-second cock punch, we'd like one or two servers, and we'd go out the back so none of our tables would see us walk out the front of the restaurant. We'd go around the restaurant. This is in the junction. Unreal. Remember? That uh, sounds like a nightmare, and, and it was busy in the restaurant. Packed. So you no, would no, do, no, a tab- no, no, no. do a table check. You'd go, okay. Was the owner there? Or oh, yeah. Everybody, man. He didn't, he didn't mind? No, he didn't know. Nobody knew other than that. We'd, do, we'd make it really quick. We wouldn't just all disappear. It'd be like one or two of us. Because it'd always be about four or five servers. And so like two of us or three. Never never more than three. And it was literally 30 seconds. We would run out the back door. Picture in the junction at that restaurant I worked at. Yep. And we would go around where that Bank of Montreal was. And across the street to the Indy Ale House. And those servers, those bartenders over there uh, would see us. And they'd be like, so we would walk in and we'd all, they'd be poured. They knew we'd have two or three cock punchers right on the thing, sink them, drop a tenner, and run back. We'd be out of the restaurant for a maximum minute and a half. Do you feel drunk? Oh, just not drunk, but just like, okay, I can handle my shift now, just kind of loose. Never more than like two in a shift because honestly, it was really strong. It was like a 13% beer. You'd pound that back. Go back, go back, check on the tables in a way better mood. Hey, guys. <laughs> I was so miserable sometimes as a server. And it didn't even make sense. 
my my rationale for for being upset sometimes. You just become so in this world, so you're just like, ooh, I would. If someone wa- if I was in the restaurant and I looked up at the door, and there was a table there coming, like two people, four people, whatever, six people, I'd be like, okay, table, whatever, fine. But if I somehow saw these people outside across the street eyeballing this, the, the restaurant and walking towards, I would instantly hate everything about them. I'd be like, get a life. Do not come in here. Do not life. come in here. And then they would come. Meanwhile, and I'd be like, you wouldn't make any money if they didn't come I know, in. I know. It, it makes no sense. You work on tips. You just get bitter sometimes when you, you're in the service oh, industry. Oh, no, I know. Like I did it for a long time. Glad to be out of that. I had to stop world. working in a restaurant when I started rolling my eyes in front of customers when they had asked me for something. I'd actually do it in front of them. Like I was like, Fuck "Can you. you quickly, with leaving out some details, tell the your welcome story?" But kind of quick. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Took me a second. Actually, it's funny you should mention that because you were just talking about that cock puncher or whatever. Um, I used to work, and this happened at that restaurant. I used to work at the Fox and Feather Pub on um, Elgin in Ottawa, mm-hmm. and uh, we used to do this thing about I would say like you know your shift starts around five or six, and at around eleven or midnight we would do a staff meeting, quote unquote, and everybody would gather around the bar and we'd do a shot of Goldschlager like almost well every shift we would do it, and. It's so nice. It's true. Like in the intensity, because serving people, especially when people are drunk and it's at nighttime Mm -hmm. and everybody else is getting to have drinks and have fun. There's something about staff coming together and having a shot together that gives you that feeling of like, we can do this. And it's like all like numbing and kind of like, oh, like it's like warm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, to this day. People will like will be out and someone's like, You wanna do a shot? And I don't really I don't like doing shots, but I'll be like, Okay, I'll have a gold schlager. I know, <laughs> that's like, your thing. It's so hell? weird. But it's delicious. Tastes like cinnamon hearts. Anyway. Um Yeah, so when I was working there, I I really had an attitude like I have an attitude. I've been fired at a lot of jobs because I don't like being told what to do. I never have since I was a kid. So far, too many details. But anyway, I was just going to say. I yeah. know. So far, go- not a good sign. I'll, I'll go as, quick. I grew up as a child <laughs> and someone that did not accept uh, rules and authority. I've always had kind of this thing with authority I know. where, you know, it's if like you tell me you... to do something, even though I know it's okay. good for me, okay, okay, I okay. will sometimes resist only Got to it. spite the person giving me those rules. Okay. So, cut Stop. to a few years later. Uh, I'm, I'm working gonna... in this restaurant. And again, as a person with... Jules! <laughs> at it. At it, at it, at it. So anyways, it's... Um, so I'm going to... This is this is going to be a challenge, but I'm going to do it as efficiently as possible. So I'm working at this restaurant. Already too many details. I'm just ha, kidding. Ha ha. And it was like a Sunday brunch... This woman comes in right away. I can tell she's got a real attitude. She's walking in with her Starbucks cup. And as we all know, uh, as even customers or people who've worked in restaurants, you're not supposed to bring in somebody uh, like another restaurant or company's drink, you know? So I asked her to pour it into one of our mugs. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm really sorry, but we have to. And I'm saying sorry. I'm saying sorry. You didn't ask her to throw it out or just to put it in a mug? Yeah. I asked her to put it in a mu- in our mug, and she's like, "Oh, why?" And and I'm not even exaggerating with that, you know, tone. 
And I said, well, because we're not, you're not supposed to bring in other products. Cause if anything happened, we're not legally, you know, but I'm, but I don't mind if you keep it, just keep it on the down low by putting it in this cup. Cause I know how expensive Starbucks coffees are. So she's like, Fine. anyway, she was such a bitch, unbelievably bitchy at the whole shift. So bad. I even bent over backwards for her, got her the special omelet. Literally? That we- we didn't even have like certain things i went and got it like i mean i really i'm a nice person i tried with this woman and then i thought you know what i'm not gonna be pushed around or treated like shit anymore if she doesn't say thank you when i drop off this omelet that i went to the kitchen do you know talking to chefs and trying to get chefs to do things on a busy shift is not easy like they get angry right jules you can you can vouch for that. Yes. So I did all this stuff for her. I thought if she doesn't say thank you when I drop down that omelet for her, that's it. So I drop off. I'm going to say thank you. Or I'm going to say you're welcome even if she doesn't say thank you. So I drop off the omelet. Sure enough, Miss Princess with her feet up on the table says uh, doesn't say thank you. So I go, you're welcome. And I walked away. Anyway, she complained about me. And uh, the manager um, came when they were leaving. The manager was like, Jennifer, can you come over here? And I was like, yeah. He goes, uh, this customer has a complaint for, about you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, In front of the customer? Yeah, in front of the customer. And I was like, oh, my God, here we go. Because my plan was, I thought, if she complains, I'm safe. Because if she says to my manager, I'm really upset at this server because she said, you're welcome. And I didn't even say thank you. She's going to look like an idiot. She's going to look bad. So I was ready. She goes, he, he said, okay, go ahead. What, what are you upset about to the customer in front of me? The customer says, uh, sh- I, she said, you're welcome. And I didn't even say thank you. And I said, oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm, it was probably just like a reflex. Like I was just used to everybody saying thank you. So I just said, you're welcome. Like, you're the problem. Like, everybody says thank you, bitch. Anyway, didn't get fired. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Good. That was pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Could have been shorter, probably, but hey, not bad. It's, it's right. a good story. Sometimes you need the details. Um, Jen Hayward says this is a, such a better time than at night. She likes the morning Yes, spot. I agree. Mornings are the best. I was thinking about that in the shower this morning. I can't even remember when we did it at 8 p.m., yeah, it's weird. By the way, if anybody is wondering, uh, if you're new to the show, why Jen isn't on camera, we're working on getting her on. Because sometimes people are like, what? She talks a lot to not be on I the know. show. Because it's just my dumb face being like, uh-huh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you're talking. Because this show evolved. It's evolving all the time. And I started it by myself in 2014. And then when the lockdown started, which is some uh, being lifted now slowly. But anyway, we'll get into that later. Uh, I started the show again every day, and then Jen started chiming in. Then people were like, oh, give Jen a mic. So I gave her a mic. So we're working on getting her on camera and uh, and everything. Also, I'm broadcasting from this tiny little closet, so there isn't any room for two people. Mm-hmm. And also, Jen doesn't like to be on camera this early in the morning, even though you look gorgeous when you roll out of bed. Well, thanks. Um, PM says, about espresso, two shots is just one. Only... Only one doesn't exist, I guess. I don't know what that means. 
maybe it's a half. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it's not as strong as regular coffee. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Lee says if it backfires, there will be a mess in his pants. Oh, there already is, bro. Gross. Yeah. Gross. I did a num- if it backfires, there'll be a mess in his I pants. I did a number three. Ew. Figure that one out. You're gross. Let your morning. imagination run wild. Doug says on fire today, maybe another coffee. <laughs> so, as you know, the lockdown restrictions are being lifted slowly, and that is impossible. As I, my opinion is, uh, I stated last week, it's impossible. People don't do things in phases. They hear oh, lifting restrictions, and people go nuts. In Toronto, in the Ozarks, everywhere, uh, all the hotspots, all over North America, people gathered in droves, not socially distancing except in brooklyn i saw they were doing it well they had these chalk circles so you had like but anyway on top of that of you know whichever side you fall on either you're a if you think people should still be uh socially distant you're a libtard if you uh, are are against it you're a conservative standing up for your rights i don't know when any of this became political but whatever i don't want to get into it because there's no people, if, again, you cannot disagree with anybody nowadays without uh, just such vile hatred towards uh, different points of view. How come we're not acknowledging that it's illegal? Yeah. Anyway, people will get fines. And, and I'm just now of the mind of whatever. Stay off my, my property. And here, I'll, I'll show the story after. Stay off my property. I don't care. Do what you will, and we'll just see what happens. We'll see if there's a second wave. We'll see the results, and we'll just see. I'm tired of, of people speculating and this, so I don't want to talk about necessarily that, but part of this, the, there was... I don't know if you saw this, Jennifer. There was a... <laughs> A, a, a CTV News was interviewing somebody that, that was in Bellwood's uh, Trinity of Bellwood Parks in Toronto. This this girl, this woman, and this random guy came and kissed her on camera. CTV received huge backlash for airing the thing. I mean, it was live, and a lot of people were saying it's assault or whatever. But I'm gonna play the tape, and you be the judge, because I think. I think um, people are being a little too sensitive, and and what when I, what made the perspective I like. I'm gonna read our friend and comedian Peter Anthony's tweet about it. He's he's actually it became I came to my attention on his Twitter, and then I looked it up. I just want to see. Oh, he tweets a lot. This might be hard to find. Hold on. Don't be afraid to say you're cool with that guy who kissed the girl in the park. She was okay with it. That ain't assault. If she turned her head and then pulled her face back and kissed her, that's assault. Keep life and love fun and spontaneous. Don't be a fun sucker. Can you read that part in the middle? Where he, What did he say? Don't be afraid to say you're cool with the guy that kissed, who kissed the girl in the park. She was okay with it. That ain't assault. If she turned her head and then... He pulled her face back and kissed her. That's assault. Keep life and love fun and spontaneous. Don't be a fun sucker. Who's that comedian that has a great joke about... Oh, Jim Norton about about how uh, back in the day... (laughs) 
back in the day. Uh, if you hear stories about your grandparents meeting, I mean, it was all kind of this kind of stuff. And right. we're always like, ah. I won't do his bit because, uh, well, that's, you don't do that. But it's I will also butcher it. But it's on his Netflix, uh, Degenerates, the second season of Degenerates. Great 20-minute or 30-minute uh, special. But this when is, did this kiss happen? Maybe I'll just watch it. And on see. the weekend, yeah. Here. I'm going to play it. Okay. I feel as if masks are not 100%. Anyway, hold on. Let me just. All right. Turn up. Turn up the volume. Uh, I feel as if masks are not 100% important. Um, I feel as if. if sorry, you wanna... sorry to interrupt. A spontaneous kiss from someone that she doesn't know. <laughs> oh my god. No, I met him for a second with my dog. That's insane. Why is it so grainy? Right? Yeah, he's so hot. <laughs> Having met just minutes earlier, Jillian McCowan says she's okay with the kiss. Text me! Why is it so grainy? We asked Jack Ring, the man who initiated the kiss, if he's aware of all the risks of kissing a person you don't know during a pandemic. I apologize for the quality of the video. What and did he say about for for audio uh, listeners? Basically, you heard in the interview what she's saying, uh, and then this guy randomly comes in and kisses her. You worry about possibly either of you having that, contracting, passing it, anything? Oh, uh, not not if just said it right now, but yeah, I probably do right now. But I think the kiss is worth it. Damn, it's it's too bad it's so grainy. But anyway, that's the kiss. What do you think, Jenny? Well. Um, I can see, I think, I think everybody has an opinion based on where they're coming from. And I can understand where Peter Anthony, for instance, is coming from. And I, and I get that totally. And I think that there's something to be said for, um, the, a little, like a loss now of, aside from the pandemic, a lot, a loss of being able to be spontaneous without, I mean, ballsy of that guy is what I'm trying to say. Well, because you're risking that's risky. But what I guess in that case, she was into it and she thought he was hot. But a lot of times when I see that, I can't help but think of being a woman and how you kind of have to brush things off, even though you don't want people to do that to you. Well, they had like that. If they hadn't met before and she was doing this interview and then he but they had met before briefly they exchanged they had an exchange in the park and she thought he was really he must have detected some sort of vibe to go in on live tv i mean i don't know i don't know what their exchange was before but she said she briefly met him before she and then she says on on live tv he goes are you right she goes yeah he was he's so hot he probably picked that up like picked up on that beforehand and then just I don't if know. if you're the type it. of person though that doesn't want to ca- ruffle any feathers or anything as a woman you might just be like that that's okay like there are so many times when yeah but she didn't seem like she was being uh she didn't but i'm not talking about her specifically i just mean as a concept i mean i mean, I mean her specifically i mean the, in this case Mm-hmm. This case, I mean, we can speculate and invent different cases if if she pulled back or whatever. But what about this? No, no. But Is the reason assault? that no, the reason that people are upset about it. Uh, and and letting and CTV airing it is not just because of this case. It's a larger, a larger topic than just that. So 
in that case, the guy had no idea what whether she was for sure okay with that. Even if she was interested in him, you know, to just go up and do that. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that there's there should still be some room for spontaneity in life aside from the pandemic. It's not cool what he did under the circumstances. Like I'm surprised she's just okay with that because I don't know anybody who would be like, Oh, he's hot. Just, you know, even if he's carrying that, just give it to me. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, it's stupid. And especially during a pandemic and neither of them should have been in that park, but it happened. So the question arises, is that assault, sexual assault? Well, or is it a spontaneous? The, I mean, I, I obviously there's no consent, so that's tricky. I don't know the answer. I'm just I'm generally genuinely curious and asking you, a woman, because some people are like it's no big deal, and others are like she should press charges and he should be arrested. We don't know what happened before, like their exchange. If it was really flirty, if it was, you know. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure he must have picked up on some vibe that she was interested before. You know, you can kind of tell those things mm-hmm. when you're talking to somebody, even if it's just for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. You can tell the way they look at you. You know, you can kind of just know. Well, at some point, at some point, you do have to one. Someone has to make a move, and that's always going to be considered assault. Assault, unless there is permission, but. Like, we're not going to have contracts in society before anybody tries to have a first kiss. So I don't know exactly how to answer that question. But Yeah, it's a tough one. But, I mean, first kisses, like, they could be misconstrued all the time. But all I can tell you is that a woman, I can tell you, I've spoken to my friends about this. A lot of times, guys will do things... And then you say afterwards, why didn't I speak up for myself? And you feel like you don't want to be that person. You don't want to make it uncomfortable for the guy. Do you know how many times like I've been out at bars when I was younger and guys would come up and and I wouldn't feel comfortable making them feel bad turning them down or saying, but I had friends. I Occasionally I would have a friend that would be like, hey, buddy, leave us alone, you know? Um <laughs> Well, because it's early. Shut up. I'm just, I don't want to, like... <laughs> I know, I know. Just anyway, um, so, you know, like, a lot of times, uh, some, even though I'm I'm a confident, outspoken person, I've felt that, well, I don't want to make him feel bad, or I don't want to, you know, and I know it's confusing, but you can't, because so many women have been victims of sexual assault, and abuse it is a tricky thing you've got to make sure you absolutely know you just can't treat a woman like an object and go up and kiss her or grab her however you want what and if i'm you're not just her- i'm not just saying women i mean at anyone but because i'm speaking from my point of view what if you're famous and you grab her by the pussy <laughs> then you can be president i know that's so still crazy anyway yeah it's tricky what do you guys think? Actually, there was uh, there was something I was going to talk about Donald Trump, but I'm so scared. <laughs> Not because I wanted to actually, uh, you know, I'm no Trump fan, obviously, but I wanted to defend something he said. Whoa! Me, I know. Let me see if I can pull it up on the screen. 
But yeah, let us know what you think about that Trinity Bellwood's spontaneous kiss. Is it a spontaneous kiss? Is it a cute thing? Is it a meet cute? Or is it sexual assault? It could go either way. I mean, and what would you do if you were in... Well, it's hard to say if you're in that situation because maybe she's really attracted to him. And I, I, I see some people are tweeting, I would go right to the police and press charges and arrest him. Well, what if you actually genuinely think this... The, he shouldn't spark, have done it. Sparks are flying. He shouldn't have done it during a pandemic, but aside from yeah, that... Yeah, yeah, let's say it's a, not a pandemic. I agree that, that it's really dumb and infuriating on a, on another level because it is a pandemic. Well, really, technically, if he he did that to someone not knowing that he could be carrying symptoms, I could see him being charged with not just, like, assault, but, like, what... It, okay, let's just say he did have... He got tested and he was positive. That would be a crime, for sure. That would be... And what if... What if... Let's just say... She got it. She uh, was. He doesn't know if she's um, compromised immune wise. Yeah, there's a lot of she factors know, that come he, into play. He doesn't know that. I mean, she could have some kind of underlying condition. She could get it. It's for sure wrong during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. But that aside, the question is: Is it assault? That that's ma- mainly what I'm asking. And yeah. I and I don't know. I'm I'm. I see both sides. I guess it's in the perception of the person who's being kissed. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know, like she, she obviously didn't care and she thought it was spontaneous and cute. And yes, that is a nice idea, right? But even if you do think it's cute, I, you know, you can't just assume, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's also an age thing too. Like she's clearly in her early twenties and, you know, maybe is feeling a little more uh, carefree than other people, you know, like nothing's ever going to happen to me. I'm never going to die. Yeah. Do we have any comments relating to that so we can yes. move on? Or Yes, we do. It's, it's an interesting topic. Um, Jen said, maybe don't kiss anyone you are not partners with during COVID. Yeah, that I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that was really dumb. <laughs> and it is infuriating. And she said, oh, he's Irish. Yeah, I'd allow it. <laughs> you know what's it's messed funny. up? <coughs> I thought of that too. Like yes. the accent is charming. I, I thought the exact same thing when he started uh, talking. He's like, "Oh, the kiss was worth it." I'm like, "Oh, cute." <laughs> <laughs> but if he, but if he was like, uh, you know, like a uh, what accent would be annoying? Maybe like a the, like the SNL sketch, the Californians. I would be like, "Arrest this man." <laughs> If he was like, yeah, it was all right, it was good or, cast, it was worth it, I'd be like, put that person in jail for life. Basically, if he was one of the characters from Too Hot to Handle. Yes. <laughs> or like a Southern guy, that wouldn't be charming. It would be like, no, you don't know what's happening in 2020, buddy. Give, buddy, you sounded like a buddy. Don Cherry there. Oh my God. Or something. Can you please buddy. say Okay. No, who did you sound? Anyway, let's not get into it. Yeah. Doug says, no assault. We are still human and impulsive. Yeah. See, but this... it's hard being a guy now. I know. That's why I don't want to give my perspective too much because I'll be accused of mansplaining. And so that's why I'm I'm glad to have you as a co-host. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. So Doug says, we can't change centuries of habits instantly. Interesting. Interesting perspective. 
Woman? Jen, Jen says, uh, I have a meeting, but thank you. Now that I know this is on in the AM, I shall come daily. Have a good one. Beautiful. Have a good you. one, Jen. Thank you. Um, Shauna says, it was cute in my opinion. Okay, there we go. A woman's perspective. Under the situation, absolutely stupid, but people are going to take time to adjust to our current state. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, again, during the pandemic, it's enraging. It's like, oh, geez, you should, but they should just, they shouldn't even be in the park to begin with. Mm-hmm. And M- Melanie says, honestly, he was lucky she was not upset. It could have been assault if she perceived it that way. Totally. I think that's a hundred percent. That kind of like. I mean, the thing is, out of con- if if they had never met, and they were sorry, I cut you off. No, it's okay. If they have, if they didn't have an exchange before, and she's being interviewed on the news, and this random dude, she doesn't hasn't doesn't recognize his fate, anything, just comes in for the kiss. Yes, but what I'm saying is, they met before. She said, and she, he's really hot. Mm-hmm. There's got to be, he must have picked up on some sort of vibe. Again, you can tell these things, chemistry, whatever. If someone yeah. thinks you're really hot, they look at you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You're both single. I mean, so that, that you can't forget about that. It didn't, the situation didn't start right when the camera was rolling. They had mm-hmm. a history, quote unquote, because even if it's just a couple minutes before, a lot can be said in a couple minutes yeah. Uh, non-verbally, you know, you can pick up on so many, so many cues. And it takes a lot of confidence to do something like that, which everybody is attracted to confidence. He he probably thought it being on camera like that would be even, would just yeah. only Up amplify the, the yeah. romance aspect of it. Like that will be their story. Like, oh, how did you guys meet mom and dad? <laughs> Well, I was being interviewed on live TV. We had met before. We had this exchange. I thought your father was really hot, and we just had this chemistry. And then I started being interviewed. Ew, mom, <laughs> dad's not hot. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, his accent, and <laughs> his accent and his headband. Well, you that know he- what? That headband is also enraging. You know what I realized? If I was his lawyer in court, I'd be like, clearly, my defendant has had the luck of the Irish behind him. <laughs> No, but you'd feel. Well, if, when, as soon as he pled, how how do you plead? No, guilty, Your Honor, on the the whole uh, jury. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. It's a tough one, and it's it's. I don't know. I don't want to live in a world where a, a man and a woman who are attracted to each other, and the man does something compulsive, or vice versa, gets in trouble for doing that. Yeah, because when it's, it's, it is, when, it is it's up to uh, her. when it's compatible or what do you call that when it's um, uh, uh, shared? What is the word I'm looking for? Mutual. Mutual. Yes. Like it, if she's it, into it, but uh, I mean, it, some cues are just nonverbal, right? Other people, yes, and other people are making the decision for her, which is what can be frustrating. Other people are saying, you know, arrest him. Yeah, but what if she liked it? And that, what if they? Start dating and have a great relationship, even if it doesn't last forever. Context is everything. Like if if CTV did a story on you know a positive news story of a couple that got together and he and they ended up being together for you know what I mean. Like and and the context was look at how spontaneous this guy was and he just came up to her and did that and now they're in this relationship and it's a fairy tale thing. I mean, you see that shit in rom-coms all the time. I know it's movies, but I could totally see that exact situation. Yeah. 
these two people meet in the park and they're like, you know, looking down and kicking. And you can just tell there's something there. And then she's interviewed by the news. And if it's in a movie, everyone's like, oh, my God, because <coughs> it's written and there's an outcome. But people are, are quick to, I think, jump on this. And I don't know. Am I mansplaining? Um, I didn't feel that you were doing that, but you might have been technically. I don't know. Yeah. I feel. I feel like. Uh, uh, I know. I don't know. It's hard to word these things because I want to say the right thing. Yeah. But what he did, he shouldn't have done. Period. He shouldn't have during this pandemic. Yes. That's we're we're removing that from the equation right now. Right. Uh, we, I, Everyone, oh, that's that's the context I was going to talk about. I think the reason that everybody's extra heightened about this and really upset about it is because of that. It just adds to okay, it. Okay, here's another question. Should CTV have apologized? I don't know. I, I'm surprised they aired it. Yeah, well, it's live. It, I mean, it's live TV. Yeah, true. It's it's. I'm surprised. I'm surprised she like, was what, that what? okay with it. Her personality also is a factor. Like her personality, you could tell she was like, "Oh my god!" Like she didn't, you know. Maybe her personality is more laid back. In mm-hmm. a, uh, in addition to being, you know, into him. Right. Marcel says, I often wonder about things like this where she really enjoyed it at the moment and then when she gets convinced by others that it was bad, now she feels bad about it. So they made something that she enjoyed into something she doesn't anymore. I don't. She seems like the person that won't be convinced it was wrong even because she seemed like way into it. And she's like, oh, yeah, he's hot. Like to say that, I don't know. Yeah. She seems like to have no filter and not That's re- what I mean. and not really care what others think to to be on TV and say, "Yeah, he's hot." Like there would have been a million other ways she could have responded to that, even even positively. But uh, I mean, that says a lot her her response. Yeah. I think it's an overall climate right now where everything's coming to a head about how you can't just take advantage of women like that you can't just dominate them you can't just do that but on the other hand if the if the person but how do you communicate that how do you communicate that it's okay if you go ahead and do that as a woman mm-hmm. well there's a million it's like tricky. you said non nonverbal cues and stuff that i mean guys are sup- it's a it's a tricky one i mean guys are supposed to pick up when when it is assault right Often you hear, well, there was a lot of nonverbal cues that that I was sending to to say no. I wasn't saying no, like the words no, but a lot. So if guys are meant to pick up the nonverbal cues when it comes to saying no, what's wrong with them picking up the nonverbal cues when someone is into it? Does that make sense? Mm, Say it again. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do the thing? Uh, the thing is called Daily Dose. I know, but... Excuse me? <laughs> yes, I do. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, get the Doug says the video is lagging coast. a bit. Daily Dose, oh, is it? Daily Dose, all your news from coast to all coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. Hello, everyone. Hello. This is your, <laughs> this is your Daily Dose for Monday, May 25th, 2020. 
The Memorial Day weekend, or as we call it, Victoria Day, this past weekend, or May 2-4, saw big crowds at beaches. So this is kind of touching on what you talked about already. Mm-hmm. Um, at beaches and warnings from authorities about people disregarding the coronavirus physical distancing rules and risking a resurgence of the virus that has killed so many already. Sheriffs, deputies, and beach patrols tried to make sure people kept their distance from other others as they hung out on the beaches and in parks in the Tampa area for instance the crowds were so big they actually had to close down some parking lots because they got too full and 300 deputies were patrolling the beaches to ensure people didn't get too close do you think that those police officers imagined that would be their career no. <laughs> standing on beaches in full uniform telling people to separate that's crazy How's the video now? Let us know if it's lagging. Maybe a little bit. Can you turn off your Wi-Fi? It's already off. It's been off the entire time. All right. There's many more stories about cities having the same issues of not physically distancing. And meanwhile, President Trump went golfing for the second day in a row at his private club in Virginia. You can't, like... Trump cannot do anything fun right now that the public can see. He should have no time... To golf, no time to. Because actually, when he's doing those press conferences and briefings, he's saying how serious it is and stuff. And then, meanwhile, he's on a golf. He should have no time Agreed. To, to tweet. He should be dealing with this nonstop. Agreed. And also, just don't do anything. Like, if you're going to have some, you know, a little bit of downtime, don't do it on a golf course where you're acting as if everything's okay. Trump said he is feeling fine after taking a two-week course of the unproven drug hydro hydroxychloroquine. Two-week course? Yeah. That's what they call course sometimes, like a oh. two-week period. French moment. Course and a, of time. And a zinc supplement to su- protect him against the virus, declaring, to the best of my knowledge, here I am. Ha ha ha. The president has spent weeks pushing the drug against the advice of many of his administration's top medical professionals. That drug can have daily side effects. Did you notice I didn't want to say the word again? That drug. Hmm. <laughs> so I, I, I've seen some Facebook posts from friends, quote unquote friends that I have on Facebook. Some people that are. Whoa, burn. <laughs> it's true burn to your quote-unquote well, friends well the reason i'm saying it like that is because i don't i don't agree with the posts I saw a few friends of mine well but you know why i say you I'm know jo- i say I know, that i'm joking no but it's course. true though because most of the time when you have friends you usually mostly agree on the same thing mostly and this one particular person uh, has been posting some crazy shit about this whole pandemic and how uh she was she's a big believer in in the drug. Yeah. And how that but apparently the side effects are really bad. Well, I mean you can't just t- I mean a doctor has to prescribe it even f- even for Trump. You can't just go by and take it. So mm-hmm. somebody's prescribing it and yeah, I mean it's it's uh what is it for malaria and uh Mhm. I d- I've only heard of the malaria. It's for something else too. And yeah. Meanwhile, Ontario reports the highest new COVID-19 case count since May 8th. Ontario Premier Doug, Doug Fra- Oh my gosh. 
Doug Ford said Sunday, please go get a test. Even if you don't have symptoms after the province fell short of its testing target for the seventh day in a row, Ford said Ontario is making efforts to ramp up testing capacity at hospitals. He said the province has opened 129 COVID-19 assessment centers. The premier said mass testing is the province's best defense against the virus and said the only way for the province to reach testing capacity is for people to go to provincial assessment centers. So if you if you think you might have it or even have a, have a suspicion, go and get tested basically is what they're saying. Before they were saying you have to have a fever and only certain people can be tested, but now they're really encouraging it. Probably because, you know, knowledge is power. Once you know you have it, you can really try to mm-hmm. act different. Like now people are crowding and stuff because even this past weekend here in Wakefield, there's, there's always on a beautiful day. There's always tons of cars parked near our place by the, um, by the water, by the river, by the um water. Uh huh. And I saw, I, I actually saw while I was walking the dog, police officers giving fines to people that were gathering too close by the water and it is closed off. The stairs are blocked off and everything, but they still found ways to get down there. And of course it's that demographic like about 18 to 25 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Any hoozle. Cape Canaveral is readying to launch the first Americans aboard a space vehicle from the United States in nine years. And the first time astronauts will fly on a commercial rocket made by SpaceX. NASA has continued launches and work at labs and space centers around the country throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. But in a sign of the times, NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstone discouraged people from coming to Florida to watch the historic launch in person, which is going to be on Wednesday at 4.33 p.m. Eastern Time. We're asking people to watch online or watch on their televisions at home. NASA has designed a virtual launch experience. July 8th, 2011 was the last time humans left the planet here. Kennedy Space Center and went to the International Space Station, he said, we are very much looking forward to the next week having Bob and Doug McKenzie on just mm-hmm. kidding on orbit, continuing the human presence on the International Space Station, learning and exploring. The astronauts said COVID-19 has allowed the general public to get an idea of what they experience. We've seen the rest of the world have to take on the same sort of precautions that we do leading up to a launch. They've been tested twice for COVID-19 the astronauts, and might even be tested one more time just to be safe. Quarantine is a standard procedure for astronauts. Did you know that? Astronauts? Astronauts. Astronauts. If you're going to quarantine, do it in space. There's no... uh, That's the most socially distant you could possibly be. True. They're probably like, fuck, get me out of here while this is happening. But they do quarantine heading, uh, like leading up to going out of, out to space. Probably because right. if they got sick out there, boof, 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 <laughs> I like your sound. It's like pa 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 pa, boof. You should take a, a bunch of those. It would take a lot of work no, to go yeah, through. Too much work. <laughs> yeah, we need a staff for <laughs> that. Not, not worth it. <laughs> They're taking the pandemic seriously, but the space program is considered essential. 
and missions are going forward after the liftoff of the manned launch called Demo 2 to Space X Falcon 9 missions are scheduled next week. And in good news, a brighter future lies ahead for the critically endangered Heinen Gibbons of Heinen Islands, thanks to decades of steady conservation work. At first, I thought this story was the reason that this species is doing well is because of COVID-19, but no, it's uh, unrelated. What is it? What, what the hell is it? It's a primate. It's a small oh, tropical okay. island off the coast of China. Is the only place this charismatic primate is found. It's cute. I sent a picture in your messenger if you want to show everybody. Oh, okay. Let me check. I thought you had seen that. And their numbers no. have increased just 10. 10 in 1970 to 30 in the whole world in 2020. There's only 30 of these things? Yeah. So in 50 years, it's increased 20. The progress has been slow due to limited quality habitat and a slow rate of birth inherent in the species up until now. They're really cute. They're intelligent animals. When you look, when they look at you, it really feels like they're trying to communicate. What's what some consider the most rarest? The oh my gosh, I can't speak yeah, today. Ah, uh, I don't know. Monday. Blah, blah, blah. What some consider the world's rarest mammal, they say that has survived this long only due to a spooky tale. This is an interesting story. Where in one day a hunter shot one on the last few gibbons on the shot one of the last few gibbons on the island. His whole family died of a mysterious disease right after he did that. After this hunting the gibbons, and after this hunting gibbons was believed to be unlucky. Can you believe that? So that that is the only reason there's even thirty of them. Because of superstition. Yeah. That's funny. So that's good. Good did you stuff. Show the picture. Yeah, I did. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> and that's your uh, daily dose for Monday, May twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Daily anyway. dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. The news. All right, let's do it. From Jen Grant. Okay. I'm going to share this thing. I'm going to talk about Trump now. People are going to lose their mind, but whatever. I just want to... Uh, Benjamin, Benjamin Capity says... <laughs> hey, Julian, kiss this, because we are talking about the kiss, and he gave the finger. Mm. There's this trend in Ottawa where amateurs roast professional. I don't understand why it's well because the Ottawa comedy roast is very popular. So now it's just a thing. Like people just roast. Uh, anyway, be better at comedy, and I'll accept your roasts. Whoa, well, burn! It's true. it's true. Um, don't roasts usually work best when you know when everybody knows the person? Yeah, well, I know, Ben. We have this thing going. No, not you. Oh. I just mean all these roasts, like, for audience members, if you don't really know the person that you're roasting, it's not very funny. It is fun. The uh, It is a lot of fun, roasts. And the Ottawa Comedy Roast is tons of fun. I haven't been in years, but I was at the 2009 one, 2010 one. And they're fun. They are fun. But it's just now become this thing where everybody... But do you see Roasts. my point? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like if you don't <laughs> know the person, if you don't know the person that they're roasting, how yeah. is it fun? It's just No, but they know. They, like people no, know the each other. No, the audience. Oh, no, it's still fun. 
It's still fun mm-hmm. if you don't know the person because it's I all disagree. about the joke. Roast our jokes with no holds barred. Mm. <clears throat> all right, disagree <laughs> if you will, but people watch people watch them. Yeah, but there's no TV show with non-famous people being roasted. Yeah. All right. If if there were, that, then that would show that's entertainment. That's a very brave stance and powerful of you to take. Hello? What? I don't know. No, it's true, I guess. But why disagree so hard? Like, like mm. I don't, Oh, because roasts, I don't know. You don't, don't like them? It. No. Well, that's for different reasons. Then it's not because you don't know the person. It's because you find them hurtful and, and you can't get behind it, maybe. No. no. That's a separate thing. But yeah, we can move on. All right. Are you mad at me now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why? What the hell? No, no, no. Just move on. It's all good. Oh, my God. What happened? Nothing. Go. Continue. This is all very weird. You're weird. Right. Next. What the hell happened? Nothing happened. <laughs> I'm just ready for the next topic. I, I, I like your opinion on roasts. I agree with you. Okay, good. Oh, my God. I don't even understand what's happening. Me neither. Okay, continue. Can you continue? Yeah. So, this is what I, I've seen... I've seen... Uh, I love you. Ah, I love you too. Continue, please. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, okay, I've seen this shared online and people are losing their minds. I just want to maybe try to see the other side. Trump said on healthcare workers, they're running into death just like soldiers run into bullets. It's incredible to see. It's a beautiful thing to see. People are like, what a psycho-sociopath to think people running into bullets is a beautiful thing to see. Devil's advocate here, what I think he means is it's just beautiful to see people be so selfless and sacrifice so much. And so many people, so many frontline workers, so many people are, are putting their health second to help others. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Yep. There's no way he means soldiers running into bullets is, oh my God, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's just his, the adjectives he wor- uses here is, and yeah. I saw so many people go, well, this man is totally insane and insensitive. Please tell me if there's anything beautiful in death. What that's if- not what he means. There's no way. What if he, he means just- death is beautiful? Oh, death is so beautiful. No. He, he means- Even though he's annoying he's we don't yes. mean that I, i'm not i'm not for trump i'm not this is not a political statement this is just a okay liberals relax maybe maybe try to not overanalyze every word of everything that is said to to then spread this like you know sometimes liberals can be annoying and i put myself in that category but sometimes it's just too we're looking for things to be mad at and I don't think this is one of those things. Mm-hmm. It's clearly he means as if he's going to go. Well, I mean, he said some crazy shit. And and look, I'm no Trump fan. I'm not a Trump supporter. If I was in the States, I wouldn't vote for, vote for him. But they're running into death just like soldiers run into bullets. It's incredible to see. It's a beautiful thing to see. How can that be seen as any other way than him saying the selflessness? Mm-hmm. How these people are putting their health second to to help others i mean how that's a beautiful thing that so many people are 
I mean, nurses and doctors, they don't have to go to work. They could all just say, no, I'm not putting myself in that situation, but they are. Mm-hmm. All of these first responders are, are these healthcare workers are, are doing this incredibly selfless thing and they're yeah, I on think he's just line. missing a couple words there. If he... Yeah, but you're under pressure. You've got to, you know, you oh, say sure. things and then people take that quote and go, what a psychopath. Yeah. And honestly, I have to say, in this case, I'm defending him. I mean, I, well, I'm defending his words. When you're president or uh, when you're a leader of a country, there's no room. You have to be so calculated about everything you say. You have to. Like, even when Justin Trudeau said, speaking moistly. Right. Or talking moistly. Like, you could tell as soon as he said that, he kind of smirked and realized, oh, God, here, why did I say that? You can't say every little thing. Like, when you're watching, one of the one of the uh, attributes that makes a leader such a great leader is also being really efficient communicator, Mm -hmm. like a really charismatic, you know, uh, excellent speaker. And one of, and that's not something that Donald Trump is good at. No, he's he's a very poor communicator. Yeah, he is. This is an example of it, but it's no reason to then make a meme and then spread just this hate and anger for out of nothing. You, you can be hateful and angry towards many, many things he does. I just don't think this is one. Mm-hmm. I think this is just one thing that's blown totally out of proportion. Yeah. And it's just an excuse for people to go, look, look at this asshole. For sure. He thinks running into bullets is a beautiful thing. Yeah. He's not saying death is a beautiful thing. Yeah. He's saying the way these people are stepping up to help. Because without them, we'd be in a huge mess. Yeah. That is a beautiful thing. Like, I don't think he meant... <laughs> yeah, like, he'd have to be a complete sociopath. Yeah, but like, people are spreading this. And people yeah. we know... I saw this on our ti- uh, on my t- our time... We share a timeline. <laughs> I saw this on my timeline. Someone we know and love was like, this asshole, piece of shit human, thinks mm-hmm. death is beautiful. It's like, okay, you lost me there because it's not... Um, not the case. Ben, it's always your fault when Jen and I fight. <laughs> I love everybody, honestly, yeah. really, truly. And I'm, I'm making a conscious effort to, and Jen, I love you the most, more than anything in the world. Aww. But I do, uh, I'm trying, and being sober, so it's only been six days, Is your thinking is so much more positive. Like I'm finding, I'm choosing to, to, uh, make decisions f- out of love now. I'm trying to. It's hard, but but because you get mad and stuff. But Benjamin Capaday, I love you, and you're funny, and you're great at yoga, <laughs> and you be you. <laughs> Just never fucking talk to me again. If ever I see you, I will cut your fucking head off. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was a joke. All these little sound bites. I know. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, I guess with no opinion on the Trump thing, nobody's commenting. People are so afraid to give an opinion, or 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 I'm not I'm not not necessarily. Yeah, there's here. no comments. It's a it's a touchy subject. Anytime you defend anything, uh, yeah, people get upset. But in this case, I th- I think most people would agree with you uh, as a uh, as an as an no 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 as an idea. I think everybody like most people don't like Trump. Yeah, and most people would agree with that, but. I think we can all. I don't think he would that. I don't think he's that evil. He's vile in but many he's ways. Pretty bad. This is not one. This is not one of those ways. But mm. it's amazing how many people have shared this thing, commented, "What an asshole!" And 
sociopath and psychopath he is. He may be, but for other reasons. Not this, not this quote. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's just not... Uh, this is just... Yep. Empty anger, like rage for nothing, basically. Yeah. Doug says he's not worthy of comments. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too, I guess. I just wanted to, to yeah, ask yeah. Uh, ask people's opinion because, and again, I'm sure some people, because I'm saying this, are like, oh, here we go, and and get mad. I'm not, anyway. I think he's, not, I think he just doesn't know how to, he's not an eloquent speaker. He's not a good No, uh, no, he's, he's, he's not good at many things, <laughs> but. Yeah. But but this is just a weird situation where 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 and again most posts I see about him I agree with and this one I saw and I was like okay it's a stretch even for yeah but maybe what they're me. saying just just I know we're beating a dead horse here but maybe maybe what they're saying that's is, a fa- do you think beating dead horses nah. are funny or nah. or beautiful no but maybe what what people are upset about is also the fact that he is dumb enough to say it that way. Yeah. It's not that he really thinks it's beautiful, more like look at who we have representing the country in the United States. But he Some, also somebody who doesn't know how to speak properly and doesn't know how to express things in the right way. I mean, but that's just been his thing forever pre pre becoming president just using adjectives like tremendous and beautiful and amazing and great and it's one of his sales tactics. He talks about it like all the time. We have the most beautiful tests. The be- beautiful. It's like how can a test be beautiful? I mean, yeah. but that's just like w- w- what what he says. Yeah. So PM says about the Trump thing, you are right, but I just don't care enough to defend him. Yeah, no. It's true. I yeah, just Yeah, he's uh, so beyond at this point. It's yeah. like Yeah. Totes. Totes my floats my boats. Totes my loats. Totes my loats. Totes my floats and float my boat. <laughs> All right. I think we could uh, go for the clothes. Yeah, I feel good about that. Yeah, well, I feel good about you. I feel good about you. Thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, (laughs) PM goes, I heard beating a dead hoe. Thought we were in (laughs) Grand Theft Auto for a second. (laughs) Beat your hoes on Grand Theft Auto, Canada. Why beat a dead hoe anywhere else? God. That, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Thank you for watching. Happy Monday. Happy Memorial Day. Mo- Memorial Day Monday to uh, our American listeners. And what about our Canadian listeners? It's not Memorial Day in Canada. It's Victoria Day. No, it was last Monday. I don't think so, was it? Yes. Oh, shit. Last Sorry. Monday was... A, I know when you, when you said that in the news, uh, Memorial Day oh, or Victoria Day. Oh, I messed Day up. In yeah. Canada. Yeah, Victoria Day no, was last week. You're right. I messed up. That's why I'm not a real journalist. It's not a holiday in Canada today. Sorry, guys. But for our American listeners, uh, happy Memorial Day. Have a great day, Doug. Have a great day. Every- oh, shit. We can't go now. Hold on. Don't tune out. <laughs> I want to do this real quick. If you're still with us, it's not over. What was that? The, the dog? Here we go. No, that's too aggressive. This episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for all of your hot sauce and salsa and barbecue sauce needs. Doug Knight of 
Gringo's Blazing Sauces, our friend and yours, is a chef by trade, and he's obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, choosing, hand-selecting only the best and freshest ingredients to bring you the best product out there. Gringo's Blazing Sauces, do yourself a favor, our fridge is full Fill your fridge up. It's free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada. They ship all over North America. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com, gringosblazingsauces.com. <laughs> oh, you're still there. That scared me. I thought you were gone. <laughs> so, go to gringosblazingsauces. Oh, it's so good. Dot com. And we resume there. Uh, thanks again. Please watch us uh, every day, Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. We're live on Facebook and then on demand everywhere you get your podcasts. Be safe out there. And as always, oh, Jen, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow. And as always, watch your head. Bye. Such a beautiful waste of time. time a waste of time